Is it morning? Um, you know what? I'm really not fucking sure. We're trapped in my basement today. Uh, just, you know, living that dungeon life. Or like high school kids. You know what? Trying to like evade their parents. That couch over there, there's a couch that the previous owners left and my husband, what is now my husband's man cave in my basement. There are cigarette holes all over it. We found like, you know, little weed dust all up in the cushions. I'm like, this, this was what this, like, there's probably so many bodily fluids on this couch. That's what I was going to say. There was so much nefarious activity going on on this couch i'm like why why is it here this doesn't feel like something that should be in my family home yeah this should be in the trash i'm wondering why it's still here you know what it's it this is this is misha's realm this is his domain uh i don't condone anything that goes on down here it's uh really just like his inner child or something i I think it reminds him of a couch he once fornicated on (laughs) and brings back great great memories of his adolescence that's what i'm going with I really have a better explanation than that. That's amazing. I will say that couch is like never used ever. He never like watches TV down here. He only like works and whatnot. But it is here regardless. So yeah, good times. Good times. How was your Christmas? It was good. We got, um, it was a perfect mixture of God's blessing. We, we, God, baby blessing. Jesus, <laughs> baby, baby Jesus. Jesus was born. Um, we had baby Owen baptized on Christmas Eve. Like the good so Catholics cool. that we are, I love it. Just like the baby Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, the priest was like, "I'm actually really not sure why I agreed to this," and I was like, "Thank you so much, Father, because I love a 12 minute baptism. Yep, thank Private, you. Short 12 sweet. minutes in and out, just the kind of baptism we like. Yep. But no, that was great." And otherwise, Christmas and Christmas Eve is like the perfect mixture of chaos, a few tears, lots of drinks, and a positive flu test. I mean, what more? <laughs> like, what other Christmas wishes did you have? Like, that really runs the gamut there. Yeah. My goodness. But yes. no, it was good. It feels crazy that it's already over, though. I I have trouble switching gears after. Because I think you live in this place of just um chaotic christmas planning for mm-hmm. so long yes. for those who celebrate uh that you kind of forget what life is like without the oh my god oh my god it's almost christmas it's almost christmas like this like level of fight or flight that yes. you're living in yes. constantly so then once it's over it's like i don't know how to get back to neutral yeah like, i'm having trouble like the the days between christmas and new years <laughs> it's like this time warp yeah and i think i'm really feeling it this year because i'm not currently working because i'm still on maternity leave yeah so i have like no idea what nothing time to it is. ground you no. nothing to get you back nope. to reality no nope. i and get then, it um daycare was closed today oh she had like an extended christmas which is fine but like totally throws me off even more and you're just kind of like living in this weird limbo of <laughs> Of like Kate's living in limbo. She's got. I just want to like paint the picture for you guys. Set the scene a little bit. She's holding her newborn child. Uh, got like a a Sherpa swaddle going on. Her tits are halfway out. Cell phone, baby bag, and sitting on the floor with the car seat as the back as, as back support. Her car seat is literally behind her, propping up this whole situation. So you know, it's a, it's a good time. But um. It's like this this time warp that I'm like I like you said I have nothing to ground me I have like no idea like yep. my ass or my elbows I don't know which end is up and then I feel like once you finally take down the Christmas stuff I'm normally like a pretty quick take down Christmas stuff er yep if you will 
Um, I just haven't gotten there yet, obviously. But then your house feels like empty. empty. And like it almost echoes. Yes. And then the seasonal depression very swiftly sets in. For me anyway. See, because you, because the Christmas stuff brings you joy? I think it's just like, okay, this is it. I'm white knuckling it. it until the until springtime. Yeah. You know, because it's just like those January, February, middle of March where you're yeah. like all is dark. Nothing is bright. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you just, it's okay. just like eternal darkness. Yes, yes, yes. And but the days are getting longer. Yes, the light has returned. Uh, for all of you weirdos like myself, the Oak King has defeated the Holly King at Yule, and now we celebrate um, in bulk, which I believe is the next holiday on like the Wiccan calendar, the pagan calendar. I was like, what kind? Which of is February first and second, I believe. About. Is it Astara or is it in bulk? I forget which whatever one it is, but it's the returning of the light. Okay, so February first and second, like Groundhog's Day. Yes, correct, and that's why they celebrate Groundhog's Day on those days. Oh, everything we celebrate the like as a as a modern society is. Like, literally rooted in paganism. Do you know why you have a Christmas tree? Because no. the pagans... I was going to try and guess. ...would cut down evergreen trees in the forest and bring them indoors in an attempt to harness their life force, their yeah. evergreen, undying life force during the darkest days of the year. And that's why you have a motherfucking Christmas tree, okay? Oh. That's why you light it up. Because it's... Light, joy, an eternal life. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But unless cool. you're like me that never waters your tree and decides to put it in the corner of your house that is uh, directly over two air vents. So your tree just slowly dies and shrivels and turns brown because the hot air is literally just like blowing <laughs> on this thing constantly and becomes the fire hazard of all fire hazards. Yeah, sure does. Yep. But that's why. That's why okay. you have a have a Christmas tree. Right. And yes, now we are celebrating the return of the light. And February 1st and 2nd is All the right. official celebration of that. Wonderful. I do thing. feel like it's like much. I mean, it's very sunny out today. It but is. like there's just like a sense of gray in the wintertime that I can't get. Out. Like even on a beautiful day, it's supposed to be like 58 degrees at the end of the week. I know. But it's going to be rainy and it's going to be gray. It's gray. And you know what? I try and I granted, like I say seasonal depression, I don't like go into like this deep dark hole, but I do start to just feel kind of <laughs> lagging. My energy is just really depleted and I think I do find like just entirely less joy. Like not like I I don't feel like I can't get out of bed kind of less joy, but it's just like, oh, this could be better. Do yeah, you know what I mean? For sure. For sure. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think I do appreciate the fact that, right, so you have summer. Well, let's start with the beginning there. You have spring. Things are coming alive, and it's, like, new, and things are growing, and things are becoming fertile. Like, that's the that's the symbolism of it. The earth is becoming fertile. Um, May Day is usually the celebration of that. That's why people celebrate in May Day. Again, another pagan reference. Is that what we're doing today? <laughs> I don't are we know. just doing like you're, you're the good. holidays of the pagan calendar? <laughs> so May Day is the celebration of peak of the of the earth coming into its reproductive fullness. And then you have the summer solstice, which is supposed to represent 
um, like the highest point of growth in the year. Okay. So then you go into summer and things are really blossoming and growing. And then you have the fall and then you have the harvest and you like kind of reap what you've sown all year. And then the winter comes and everything is dead and dying to become clean and new again in the spring. So I like the regenerative idea of winter that things are cleaning themselves things are getting ready to emerge new and vibrant to be born again to be born again fresh and springy and lovely and you know you walk outside for the first time you know the towards the end of march beginning of april and suddenly the birds are chirping a little sweeter the sun is a little nicer Everything's a little bit more blue and rosy. And you're everyone like, wow, t- I feel like I popped a molly. I was going to say, everyone took some of your mushrooms. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? And it's just like, oh, this is lovely. And then you realize why the winter had to be the way it was. I don't. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I appreciate the seasons. I don't love when it's so bitterly cold that you no, can't that experience sucks. the outside. That fuck, it's like, why am I living in a place that it hurts my face? Right. And it, I think it really sucks when you, with kids, like, yeah. when you feel like you actually can't escape the walls of your home. And yep. literally, to like, an activity we did today was go to a furniture store. Like, yeah. I feel like that really speaks to where we live. Yep. But I'm also not ready, or will I ever want, to necessarily live in a place that has no seasons. Like, I True. like the fluctuation yeah. of temperatures. Same. Um, I like the change in the seasons, which I didn't realize really appreciate until yeah. becoming an adult. Like, I always thought I would, like, love to live in summer year-round. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm more like a – and, like, even the Carolinas get chilly. But I'm more like a Carolina. I want, like, a two-week winter. Yeah. You know, just, yeah, yeah. just enough to, like, feel it, experience it. It's like, oh, that was fun. Yeah. Now I'm good with 70-degree weather from now until yes. June. You yeah, know, yeah. I get it. I get that. Like, Southern California, Carolinas. That's where I kind of. I get it. I but, do. But okay. I, I, do, I do like the seasons, yeah. I like the seasons. I wish winter was a little shorter. And a little less harsh. And a little less harsh. But, again, that's the climate we live in, and that's fine. I think, I think being in the Northeast, we experience – the best and the worst of all the yeah. seasons. We get a shit ton of rain in the spring, and it feels endless at times. Yeah. And the summers can be brutally hot. Yeah, the fall can be like a very touch and go, hit or miss type of season. There are some years where it's gorgeous, and you know, fifty five, sixty five degrees every day, and the leaves are lovely. And then there's other years where it's just either. Like freezing cold and raining, and then there's mud everywhere, and then you get like a second summer, and then it's all weird. Yeah, it's, fall has been weird. Fall has been weird, and then you just go into the winter, and it's like, uh, the snow is nice for a day, and then it's all brown because the plows come, and yeah. it just turns into snowy mud. Right, right. And you have to deal with that for like months, what feels like months on end. Yeah. But we do also get the best of all those seasons as well. I mean. I went to school in Buffalo, New York, and that Fuck city that. has been Fuck that. hit with, like, an obscene um, obscene weather. There are like, people what? who have died, like, just, like, 30. in the last two days. 30 people. Just trapped in their cars, unable to, like, escape. What were you doing in your car? You know? I don't want to blame the victim here, right? I don't want to get into that debate, but it's like, we all have computers in our pocket. You can just whip it out just touch a little button and it will show you exactly what's going on in your area if that says six feet of snow and minus 20 degrees (laughs) stay the fuck inside i don't care that 
your restaurant job, whatever, your corporate attorney position, whatever it is, you need to do like a hard assessment as an adult human who values their own life. Right. And stay in your home. Yeah, and that's a thing. But I get it. But like, we don't people, know the like the story. Right, and there are people who actually, uh, this girl I used to work with, uh, just had a baby, and they lost power. So they had, like no heat. Oh my they're, god, like, that's you my know, biggest couple week fear. Old, and so they were able to make it to a hotel. But I yeah. think that's the thing is people were like legitimately trapped in their home. So I think that that's ha- that have probably happened to a lot of people, yeah. and that's like why they were on the road in their car like unable to yeah. make it to their destination like if your mother nature is undefeated right like there's nothing that we can do right to prevent some kind of cataclysmic weather event like buffalo has experienced wisconsin michigan apocalyptic weather apocalyptic in montana first why the fuck are you living in montana second of all that place got to like negative 60 degrees fahrenheit that's that I, I'm pretty sure that's like you're living on Mars. Yeah, I mean, like, it's I called definitely colder on Mars. But whatever. Yeah, like that's you're like it's halfway wild. there. Why are you there? And this this weather system like literally <coughs> went as far south as like the Texas. Like I don't know why this is so. Hard I swear me. the people in Texas, Georgia Mexico were like border. D- I know. I Georgia know. got snow, dude. Oh. I- <laughs> are you okay? Is there a chupacabra behind you? It was- what the fuck just happened? Her, her phone slid off the bag that it was propped up on. And she thought she was being attacked by a wild animal. Okay. Kate, get it together, okay? You just need to, you need to just get your shit together, right? Um, yeah, I think the people in Georgia were probably like, um, hey, New Hampshire, you need to come get your weather. It's drunken in my front yard again. This shit ain't for me. I don't know what to do with it, but y'all need to come pick it up. Like, I think that, like, remember what a couple years ago when Texas got that, like, crazy snowstorm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and their entire grid went down, froze? Down. Yeah. Understandable, right? Like, you live in Texas. Like, you're not fortifying you're your... You're not built for this. You're not built for this, babe. Like, I get it. You know, you live in a borderline tropical climate, an arid desert climate. You're not you know trying to fortify your resources with all of these you know weather related precautions and everyone gave them shit for it yeah i'm like what did you want them to do well, they're gonna spend billions of dollars on infrastructure that they need once a decade like yeah. why, like that's, that's stupid wild. yeah you know people were like oh my god why couldn't you handle this why wasn't your why wasn't your grid all defended against that it's because it's fucking texas it's 119 degrees here year round we don't we don't need shit for the snow right we don't know how to pre-treat roads we don't know how to pre-treat roads. we don't have plows we don't have that like it's like oh, i get that and people were still trying to give them shit for it yeah I'm like when we you know use that lump three feet above our ass people and just think this through just do the out loud test why in texas why in georgia florida like louisiana Alabama? why did they need all of these like you know hafalutin defense systems against that weather it's like they didn't the accents fucking kill this is this is a once in a lifetime type of thing (laughs) like what the fuck people just i don't know i don't know people really just don't don't think things through these days but yeah yeah georgia the the southern states got quite the quite the start when they uh woke up and they saw all that flurry white shit in their front yard (laughs) no thank you ma'am no thank you (laughs)
Bama. But yeah, good times. Bama, Bama. I'm going down there in a few weeks. Oh. I'm going down there. For the start of the spring semester. For the start of spring semester. I leave on the 1st of February, and I will be gone until the 4th of February. And I'm going to a fucking frat party. I'm so happy for you. I'm going, and I'm going to report live from the frat party. Oh, can't wait. I'm really excited. I'm very, very excited because it's orientation not only for like a distance adult learners, uh-huh. it's orientation for every freshman, every incoming freshman that's starting in the spring semester. Oh. So. When does spring semester, hasn't it already started by that time? Um, yeah, spring semester starts January 11th. Okay. But orientation isn't until the 1st of February. Well, the 2nd of February technically, but I'll be down there on the 1st. Okay. So. Wow. Mama's going to go get, party with some college it. kids and I can't wait. I'm really I'm really pumped up about it. I wish that there was a like a sporting event to go to. And maybe there is. I'll have to look into it. Definitely not football, but all of their sports are D1. Hockey? I'm sure hockey. they have a hockey team, but honestly it's Bama. Like they're not like hockey. It's not like true, UVM true, true, or true, like, yeah. you know, Michigan or whatever where they have like, you know, a formidable hockey team. But <laughs> So, yeah, you don't go to Alabama for uh, winter hockey fair, and fair, such. Yeah. But you yeah. know what you do go to Alabama for? Keg stands. Keg stands in <laughs> Greek life, baby. Keg stands in <laughs> Greek life. So that's what I'm going to do when I'm down there. I'm going to go uh, stroll my ass down sorority row. Okay. okay. And I'm going to keep like a little, a little list of all the different houses. All right. And I'm going to have all of my criteria. Uh, if the girls are nice when I talk to them, if... The houses are nice or like proximity to the stadium or to classes, like to lecture halls and whatnot. And I am going to personally pick out my future, my daughter's future sorority. You're going to like Zillow report like the walking scores? Yeah. You know what? Like all of the things I'm going to, you know, measure the distances and, you know, do they throw a great party? What's the kitchen like? What kind of food do they serve? What's the, you know, what's the room situation like? Like how many girls to a floor? Really going to work out all these details. So that's something I'm really excited for. Also going to a frat party, yeah. which I'm 100% going to do. Is this a solo trip? This is a solo trip all by my damn self. No husband, no kids. There's not. There's something so – I mean, Misha does it all the time. Yeah. But there's something so special about flying by yourself. Do you like to fly? I love to fly. Okay, I love to fly as well, but flying with children kind of changes that. It's horrific from what I hear. I, we recently never, took – I've never flown with my kids. Right, right, right. We've talked about this. I've recently taken a road trip with my children. And by road trip, I mean like a two-and-a-half-hour jaunt up to New Hampshire. I've never flown with my children. And we're now starting to talk about doing like a Disney trip and, you know, going – like do we take the kids to London? It's a short flight. Like we'll take them to Europe. Like do whatever. And we're like – we're going to Tuscany next oh, November. Have you like officially booked it? Uh, yeah, I think it's actually being well. The place is at least being booked, like, like as we speak. In the Wait, so what days. are you doing? Where are you staying? Have you figured out all the details? Um, so it's a family trip. So okay, uh, like my, extended family as well. Uh, well, yes. Yeah, so my family, so like my parents, my sister, brother-in-law, niece, me, Ryan, our three kids. My brother. So you're airbnb Um, We're staying on a winery, and it has, like, seven separate apartments. Which so, one? Which winery? Oh, I don't know. See, this is the this is the part that I don't know. Okay. So normally, obviously, if it's if I'm planning the trip, I'm obviously very involved, and this is the things that I do when I pick. Yeah. Or I'll narrow it down to, like, two or three, and then she'll Ryan and be like, hey, what are your what thoughts on these? What are your thoughts? These? Yeah. Um, but 
uh, once we like settled in on the date, my sister kind of wait. What's really the date? T- Where are you going? When you like tell me all November the things. November seventeenth to the twenty fifth. Like, That's over Thanksgiving. A, such a nice time to be yeah, there. Yeah. So, um, my sister and her family actually went to this winery and did a cooking class there. Oh, fun! Um, years ago, when we went to Greece, they stopped in Italy on the way home. Yep. To like do an extended layover. I love an and extended was, layover. Yeah. It's so the way to go. She said it was great. They were super family friendly. And there's, like, seven separate apartments, and they're all available. And so, like, we would have, for us and our three kids, like, a two-bedroom, yeah. one-bath place. And then um, I believe my in-laws and my brother-in-law's parents maybe coming, or dad maybe oh, coming, damn. too. So it's, like, a big Huge. Um, yeah. But next November over Thanksgiving break. Um, and, yeah, so we'll have a four-year-old, a two-and-a-half-year-old and a one-year-old. God bless. I'll still be breastfeeding, so I may only have to sit with one child. And Ryan goes, no, we'll have to pay for Ava and Aiden, so all four of you can sit in one row. (laughs) I was like, Nice try, buddy. (laughs) Nice try. Um, But yeah, so I think it seems like (laughs) obviously super daunting because you can't. I thought there might be direct flights into Florence, but there aren't. You have to connect through... Like Munich or Paris or probably Rome, but there's no like direct flights like Boston to Florence, so it's about like a nine or nine to eleven hours of total travel time depending on your layover. Yeah. So, are you guys gonna do like an extended layover on the way there, see another city? I don't know. Ryan's like, I feel like with the kids, we should just like get there. Mm. But I don't know. You know, like Rome's like a two and a half hour or three hour drive. Drive. Yeah. So you could always like take a train. And do like we've been to Rome a bunch. That's the thing. Mm. Um, so I don't know. I'm gonna play around with flights and see what the what the options are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's like that will be like obviously a really big trip for next year. Yeah, that's a huge trip. Huge trip. So our, originally we were thinking of going somewhere in January, February. So we may just end up doing like a smaller trip to Florida if it works out or something. Yeah. Um, since we have a place to stay down there. Yeah. Ryan's parents, but but yeah. It's definitely a different vibe traveling with children and flying with children than it is flying by yourself. I remember the first time I flew by myself last January, almost a year ago, which is wild to me. Um, that was the first time you flew by yourself in like years, like since. Oh, okay. Kids. Since you okay? Since no, no, I, I had gone to so many bachelorette parties, okay. whatever. Um, but no, like since having kids or first time in a couple of years, and it was like heavens. I loved. I love driving by myself. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah. What a luxury. I mean, going to the pediatrician this morning with just one kid felt like a vacation. Oh my God. It's so nice having just one baby. Yeah. Especially when they're like small. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, I think it obviously low expectations. We'll get there when we get there. But yeah, that's our big trip for next year. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yeah. You guys have so much fun. I love Florence. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. We're saying it's like, I think it's like 35 minutes from the Florence airport. So it's like, we're pretty close. Like, are you like in old city? Details I don't know yet. Okay. I wasn't sent the email. <laughs> I was just like, cool. Yeah. Pencil me in. I'm yeah. there. Tell me the dates. Block it off. No problem yeah, yeah. whatsoever. Cool, cool. Oh, uh, um, yes. But I'm, I am very excited about yeah. taking a little, even if it is Alabama, even if it is no. for school. Maybe I'll, I'll mosey on over to Mobile and uh, go to the casino. I hear it's really quite, quite the place. Oh. So I don't know. We'll see. But I do have like an extra day kind of on both ends. Oh, nice. 
because orientation is only two days, and then I, I get there on a Wednesday. Orientation is Thursday, Friday, and I don't leave until Saturday, like, late afternoon. Mm. So. Nice. Yeah. I'm real pumped about it. What else do you have going on in the new year? Nothing, to be honest. And nothing. This is, this is, okay. Or, like, what are you I doing? don't need 2023 to be my year. I need 2023 to sit down, shut the fuck up, and do what I tell it to do and not touch anything. That's what I need 2023 to Fair. do. Yeah. I don't need it to be like this crazy year. I have things I want to do and get accomplished. It needs to be like a building year for me. Okay. But I don't need it to be like on and popping and crazy. And like, I need it to just be focused, sit down, shut the fuck up, don't touch any of my shit, leave my shit alone. So it can stay nice and pretty the way that I'm going to construct. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 2022 was like very up and down and up and down and up yes. and down. It was just like a year of a lot of change. I feel you. Yes. I feel that very deep, deep within my heart. Yep, and soul. I know you do. I know you do, <laughs> babe. And 2023, I just needed to be a good building year. Like we're both done having kids. Yep. And I'm like, okay, we're, my we're, youngest is going to be. I, just take a deep breath. Just take a minute if you need to. I know. I know that's like, that's a really, that's a real soft spot for Kate. She's yeah. like, oh my God, as she's sitting here nursing her newborn, like, oh, I, okay, we don't have to go down that road. I'm not going to belabor that point. But um, yeah, I just need 2023 to be like good and steady, productive, not throw me any crazy curveballs. Yeah. Lay the foundation for all of my wonderful things to come. Yeah, I feel like 2023, I was thinking like new year, new me, and I'm usually not like a big one on that. I don't do resolutions. I find them to be stupid. No, no, I don't typically either. The la But I'm feeling like, like you said, like we're, we're done having kids. Obviously, I'm still very much in like a new baby. New, you have like chaos. Two months old, like, yeah. you know. Chaos phase of my life. But, um,. I've said that I was going to use this maternity to do a lot of like self-reflection, mm -hmm. really like dig deep into my soul mm -hmm. and really truly find what's going to make me happy at the end of this, at the yep. end of my leave and what, what that, what my life outside of the home will look like. Yep. Um, and I honestly haven't had a chance to really think it yep. feels like. Um, so I think that in 2023, you're going to do a lot of thinking, I'm going to do a lot of Assessing. Building, assessing, trying to find something that will spark my joy. Yeah. Do you know that there are people called joy coaches? What a fucking country. Joy life coaches or life joy coaches. What do they do? They coach you on how to find essentially fucking joy in your life. And so I saw okay. this idea. This girl I work with, she posted about how she was taking this joy class or something. So I, like, started following this woman. And she's super really down to earth and, like, honest about her own life. And she has a, a baby. Call him a toddler. You know, yeah. probably is all of one year old. One year old. Yep. Um, and just kind of, like, finding the joy amidst the chaos. Okay. And so I, it like, really spoke to me because I'm like, okay, my life is really chaotic. Mm-hmm. And I love to find joy in things. Yes, don't, love. Don't we all? Yes. So I like filled up the little survey. She's currently taking a wait list. And then it got to like the point where it was like private one-on-one -on -one coaching is somewhere in the, it's at the four-figure range, which means over $1,000. Yeah. And I was like, it was like, how does that make you feel? I was thinking like, oh, this was going to be like 
It makes me feel like I want to slam my laptop shut and be like, like, no, bitch. I think I would need to know a little bit more about what it entailed. But honestly, it's probably a hard no for me. But I just want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when you start to look it up, like this is a thing. I found like a joy life coach in Providence, Rhode Island. I have a big problem with life coaches. But that's what it is. It's essentially like a life coach. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'm just going to follow her on Instagram take some little notes from her life and the things that she posts about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what that's what my 2023 is going to be like. I'm looking for like the beginning of the year to kind of like find some solid ground, find some footing. Yes. I I understand what you're saying. I totally get it. In 2022, like you said, came with a lot of highs and lows, obviously. Whoa. Um Owen being born was definitely a high. Ryan's accident was definitely a low. Yeah. Owen's little NICU stay was a low. Yeah. But, um, you know, some like I said, 2023 (laughs) needs to sit down, shut the fuck up and not touch anything. Yeah. Yeah. Hands off. Yes. Just let let a play a play. I love I love that. I love that for us. Yep. Me too. 2023 does exactly that. Oh, yes. Um, Yeah. No, 2023, I think. I feel like I'm getting to a place of homeostasis. Yes. And I want that for everybody. I think that, you know, that we've talked about this quite a lot. Maybe we'll do a little reflective period here. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I'm into that. So I think the course of this podcast, which started in August, we've always talked about like one of our reoccurring themes has been the chaos of these years and Mm -hmm. that it's okay for it to be chaotic. And it's also okay for you to still stay attached to who you were as a human being i think you need to do both right and it needs to be able your life needs to be able to be chaotic and it also needs to be about you yeah and so your life needs to be about you so i feel like you're still a person amidst the chaos you still need to feel connected to who you are as a human being and My deepest and most sincere wish for everybody in 2023 is that if you're feeling lost in the chaos, if you're feeling like you're losing yourself, you do a hard stop and you give yourself the time that you need to reconnect Mm -hmm. because you're not doing anybody. And I literally mean anybody, your kids, your spouse, your job, your anybody, the Walmart greeter, you're not doing anybody any favors by living a life where you are on nobody's priority. Do you know what I mean? That's where I am. Yeah. You can't live that chaos. life. You can't live that and life. And I need a hard reset. Yeah, because I can feel like every there's seasons. This is a season of life. Yeah. Right? This is a season I'm in. It's a tough one. Yep. But I need a hard reset. Yep. Because I feel like I need to find myself. Yeah. Or, you know, find that happiness. Yeah. And that's what we're going to do in 2023. It'll be a foundational year. It's going to be a year that gets everybody back to neutral. And the 2024 is going to pop the fuck off. And I'm excited (laughs) about that too. But let's get through 2023 first. Yeah. Um, Are you doing anything fun for New Year's? No. Probably just go to the neighbors. Exciting. (laughs) Thrilling. Riveting. An exciting and truly... Awe-inspiring life, you do leave. Probably just go to the neighbors. Yeah. I mean, people were like, hey, do you like want to come over and celebrate New Year's like after the kids go to bed and have some good food and company and just – Yeah. That's fine. Like, I don't need to put on a sparkly 
number oh, I, and go I to the clubs. To. I'm like dying to. Someday we're going to do that again. New Year's was never my thing. It's amateur hour. Yeah. But I think it's, like I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Just going to like having some good drinks and some comfy clothes. I want to do a party here. Have I told you this? Have yes, I told yes, you about my, is, my yeah. plans? I think 20, 2023 to 2024. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Oh, well, we might be in the midst of construction. We might be in the midst of construction, but yes, one 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 time in life at some point. Oh, yeah. it's going to be multiple times, hopefully. But we'll see what the timeline is on that. But um, I get it. I get the like wanting to just chill on New Year's. But I then, do. I, but then, then it speaks to what we were just saying: is that like old me? I don't want to use that term, but like would have put on the dress, put on the heels, done the hair and makeup and gone to like an extravagant thing. I've done that for New Year's. Yeah, yeah, it's so fun. I've done the damn thing and it's so fun. I love a really, I know this is shocking. I love like a really well done house party. Yeah. For New Year's. I don't want to go to a restaurant. I don't want to go to a bar. I don't want to go to like fucking cheers. Like I don't want to do any of that. I want to like go to someone's house where they have a really lovely, like, catered setup where they have, like, great drinks and maybe there's, like, a band. But it's people I know. It's friends of friends. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to just, like, go and, like, rub elbows and get tossed all over the place by a bunch of strangers. Yeah. I want to, like, go to somebody's house or host people here that I know and I love and, like, get rock drunk. Yeah, my husband... Orion, whatever. He's not all about the small talk. Like he hates that. It sucks. You know what I mean? Like going to a party with people, like acquaintances, and you're doing all the small talk. It's oh, brutal. Hi, man. How's work? Oh, how's your leg? How'd it happen? Like he's like, I'm done it's, with that bullshit. Like I don't want to do that. Yeah, I feel you. So Ryan. I I understand what you're saying about like a well curated party with with a particular guest list. I would be yes. too. You yes. know what I mean? Like. With people who you can actually have, like, a real conversation for with. For sure. And that you feel comfortable around. Like, yeah. you don't feel like you have to, like, be on your best behavior. Right. right. That's my, like. I don't want to keep up with the Joneses. Dude, that's my worst. That is that is where I truly start to feel uncomfortable in social situations. Like, when I'm at a party and, like, I don't feel like I can be myself. Right. Because I've spent a lot of time in my life being comfortable with being myself. Because, I like, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. And I'm very well aware of that. But at this point in my life, I'm very comfortable with who I am as a human being. I know I'm a really good person. I know that I have a somewhat off-putting personality for, for some people, which is fine. And I don't necessarily make apologies for that. But, you know, on a night like New Year's, I do kind of want to be around people who I know appreciate me for for who I am as a human. Yeah. I feel and those that. are people that I know and I love and that I've curated or that I've put in, you know, time and effort into forming a relationship with. And those aren't generally people at a bar. Yeah. You know, I can find a conversation to start with anybody, but it's not like the most thrilling thing to do. Like it's certainly can, not how I want to spend my new year. I can talk to a wall. Same. But I um I do get that. Like I, I get that with the with with parties and especially a new year party and yeah I like i like what your your situation is what you i'm picking up what you're putting down picking up what i'm putting down baby picking up what i'm putting down um yeah this year for new year's we're having misha's pretty much entire excited family here for oh. uh two days they're coming in on the 30th and we have a big new year's eve party 
because in Russian culture, New Year's Eve is like the holiday. Okay. Because in Soviet Russia, you weren't allowed to celebrate anything ever except on New Year's Eve. So on New Year's Eve is when they got to like celebrate. Oh, wow. At all. So New Year's Eve is a really big thing for Russians. You're doing it here. And we're doing it here. We did it two years ago, the tw- 2020, mm-hmm. I believe. And it was awesome. It was the best. We had the best time. Like, it was just like a house full of people for three days. It was a little bit of a longer duration. This year is only two days, but which is totally fine. Um, but we're going to have, we're going to have a rager here on New Year's Eve. I love that. Yeah. Excited. Very excited. But, all right, y'all. Happy almost 2023. Yeah. This will be our last episode of the year. Yes. And next time we talk to you guys, we will be in the future. Yeah. That's crazy. I can't believe 2023 is here. What did you think you were going to be doing in 2023? I still remember New Year's Eve 2012. Oh my God. What? Yeah. I was in New York City. Yeah. I still remember. I still have the dress. It's hanging in my closet. Dude. I'm like. Where has the time gone? Um, 2022. Sure as fuck, nothing that happened this year did I think was going to happen. It, none of it was on my bingo card. Nope. None, none of, of it. it. None of it. None of it was on my 2022 bingo card. Really got thrown a few curveballs. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it was a wild year. I will say that. But like Expect I said. the unexpected. I felt like that was what 2022 <sighs> spoke to me. That was really the as... motto of the year. What like do you have like a word for the year? Like what was your word for the year? And then what's your word for 2023? <laughs> the word for 2022. A singular word. A Could singular a word. Phrase. One. One, One word. word. 2023, I'm gonna use uprising. Uprising. That's fucking aggressive. <laughs> uprising. <laughs> like the barbarians invading like, invading Rome and uprising. 2022 fire. Fire. That's like on fire. Yeah. As in on fire. Like I got there's it. some good there were some good burns and there's some bad burns. Yep. But like okay. nothing in twenty twenty two. I can't like January, February twenty twenty two, I would have never predicted what this year brought. Yep. I get that. I get that. Lots of blessings. Like, I didn't picture necessarily, like, we weren't sure if we were having the third kid. And yep, we were blessed that's with right. that. And so, you know, that, uh, obviously, Ryan getting into the accident right before Memorial Day was, like, a big wrench in our plans. And we've been yeah. dealing with that for almost seven months now. So, and we still have a long road to go with that. Yeah. You know, where he probably won't be back to normal until another six months from now. So. Right. Yeah. So fire burning. <laughs> I'm setting fire to 2022. 2023, sure. I'm like, um, what's the bird that flies out of the flame? The phoenix. Phoenix. Rising a, from the ashes. I'm a fucking phoenix. <laughs> I'm a fucking phoenix, I'm bitches. Picturing you with the fucking beak on your head. Yeah. And like a big. That's me. Of like feathers. You go. Cacao. Cacao. There's some gold sparkle on my phoenix feathers. I love that for you. Yeah, I love that for you. What about you? What's your word for 2022? My word for 2022 was... 2022 was an adjustment. Mm. Mm -hmm. 2022 was... The word is adjustment. There were so many different things that happened. One, like, I had a baby the end of 21. Right, right. So her like it's your third it really changes the family dynamic Mm -hmm. so trying to navigate all of that and then 
like my husband's job or I guess jobs have really been a roller coaster, one more so than the other, but his involvement and the time taken away from the family. Yeah. A lot. And just adjusting to things on a whim because he didn't get any notice about certain things and then I didn't get any notice. Yeah. So it was a constant, constant adjustment. And then, you know, my kids getting older and the ages that they are now, they're, you know, three and almost five. Their adjustments and their, you know, this is the first year my middle daughter got to do a lot of things and fitting all of that into our schedule was an adjustment. My older daughter, or I guess oldest daughter, you know, kind of coming into this point in her life where she's like having friends and like doing different things and fitting all of that in is an adjustment. And now, you know, we're towards the end of the year and it's, you know, contending with, um, you know, this insane level of in sick like sickness mm-hmm. <laughs> and lack of everybody being well mm-hmm. i swear i haven't had like a normal day in three months yeah i know it's puke it's coughing it's going to the doctor getting tested for this it's like fluids coming out of all orifices of everybody in my house my husband traveling this one like it's been a constant like every day is an adjustment to a new thing right so that's my word for 2022 adjustment okay 23 is productivity. Okay. 2023, I need to be productive. That's my goal for 23. Get all of my shit together, lay a good foundation, and then move on from there. Homeostasis. Homeostasis, but like, you know, uh, incremental fun. adjustments yeah. okay. in an upward trending direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it needs to be 22. In order for that to happen, 23 has to be productive in always personally professionally emotionally it all needs to be productive i love that so um, hear me universe yeah hear me so that's my word for 23 productive okay. a productive uprising if you combine our a two- productive uprising oh i like this mm-hmm. i like this I, that feels good i does. like that a productive a productive uprising it okay here we go it does feel good when we say it out loud. All right, y'all. Uh, we will see you. I hate to fucking say this. We'll see you next year. See you next year. Bye. Bye.